You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Cosmos After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Cosmos After Show. I'm sorry, I was just getting so enraptured into the song. No, 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 keep going. I'm just pointing out your greatness. Sing. Here it comes. Here it comes. Everyone at home, join in. No, Marissa. Uh, All right, anyway. <laughs> Anyways, we were trying oh. to, yeah, I mean, this song, of course, it has to do with tonight's episode. It does, it does. Right? Yeah. The Immortals. The Immortals. Episode 11. I guess I should introduce myself and introduce everyone here. I'm uh, Scott Moore. Oh, hello. I'm Dylan Chance. And I am Autumn Chickless. And JC is off trying to learn how to speak with aliens right now. Hopefully he'll return in a couple weeks. Good luck, JC. From that mission. <laughs> but yes, episode 11, we're only two episodes left Ooh. in this season. Only two to go. I'm getting sad, guys. I am too. I am too. And I have a whole week break coming up with Memorial Day weekend to even be more sad. Yeah. To think about it. Well, everything must come to an end as this episode oh. clearly yeah, demonstrated. Oh my you gosh. just... East. I was exactly what I was going to say. I'm like, yes. Oh, no, don't your line. <laughs> no, but it's great. Sorry. No, I loved it. The fact that, yes, <laughs> we'll get to that. You know, everything must come to an end. Right. All good things must come to an end, as perfect, my grandmother was, always used to say. <laughs> but the immortals. I mean, this episode, this episode was so packed with stuff. Mm-hmm. What are you guys' thoughts on this? All right, I guess I'll start. Yeah. Um, well, like I said, all things must come to an end. The good, the bad, and the ugly. It all must. Uh, there were moments where it was a bit depressing because right. we were talking about the fact that all things will die <laughs> <That's>, um, <laughs> and there was kind of that part towards the end that we'll get to where it was just like pretty much a laundry list of all of the ways that society can just be completely <laughs> <Die>. destroyed <laughs> and how it probably will sooner or later but um for the most part it was actually really incredible that they were talking even though about the fact that even though we must die as a species there are ways in which we can be immortalized Maybe not necessarily actually when mm-hmm. the grand big scheme of themes, once again, this is a very humbling show, but at the same time, they were talking about through stories and through, um, through not, not just through stories, but even scientifically how through, uh, bacteria it can travel out into space and come back. So there, it was kind of that weird duality once again of there is hope and there is something to look forward to and the fact that, okay, maybe we might not live forever, but there is something to be said about the continuation of the universe, et cetera. Right, yes. and they were talking about us becoming more immortal because we learned how to write. We write, yeah. write our names down. Yes, we, I think there's yeah. a, a quote from someone. Somebody help me with this one. I don't mm. know who said it, but they said every person dies three times. Once when you just die, right? Right. Second time is when your body is absorbed into the earth, or you know, cremated, or whatever, what have you. Your you know, physical body is mm-hmm. gone. And then the third time is the last time someone ever says your name. 
Oof, that's uh, deep. <laughs> so, well, if you have your name written down and it passes right. on for thousands of years... Name then. your kid after a season. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a word. <laughs> Even though it might not be the right way. <laughs> They'll be saying your name forever. There you go. Now you're immortal right there. Excellent. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, because we, we began basically, we were talking about, you know, the first person to write, and I don't even know if I can say her name right. Edenorana? Edenorana? Edenorana. Edenorana. It's a beautiful name, actually. Edenorana, it is. was a beautiful name out there in Mesopotamia, in the Middle East, and, and basically her first uh, time writing. And uh, it was pretty great hearing about all the uh, other stories and everything, like Gilgamesh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. I like that they compared Gilgamesh to Batman. Yes, that <laughs> was awesome. pretty, pretty great. And it was basically <clears throat> the story of Noah. Uh, yeah. Not basically, it was. Yeah. Well, wasn't that the other guy he talked to? Gilgamesh. Oh, yeah, no, he talked to this other guy with an impossible name. Yes. Utam Pishnin. Pishnin. That Pishnin. is the guy who was Utam Noah. Pishnin. No, no, right? he, no, he wasn't no. Noah. He, he told him. He, he instructed him. Oh. He was God in this story. Uh, yes. He instructed him to build Utnam an ark. Pished him. I see. Yes. yes, instructed him to build an ark right. before there was a great flood coming, and we know the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. I still think That's Batman fine. could take Gilgamesh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me. You would. <laughs> you wouldn't know because you've got your Batman shirt uh, on. Yeah, I was, no, I was gonna say not even that, but you got your. Don't tell your, anyone. You got the costume <laughs> hanging up in the back of your closet too. Uh, it's actually in the back of my car, so <laughs> always ready. Oh. Always ready for action. By coming to this, um, you think I'm joking? No, I know you're not. No, he's not. I'm I'm laughing with you. Yeah, but um, coming back to stories and immortalizing things through stories. Mm -hmm. Here you have, I mean, obviously he was drawing a parallel to the fact that there are myths that have been going around since really the beginning of recorded history. Yeah. And obviously we change them and uh, alter them depending. So in in this case, we have the story of Noah or the myth of Noah, as Mm -hmm. he called it. And obviously different people have their different interpretations as to... The validity of it mm-hmm. and or where it originated from, but it is, despite what, or whatever you believe, you can't deny the fact that this is a powerful story that has traveled on for however many mm-hmm. generations down through just verbal, uh, writing and then obviously through actual written word and et cetera, et cetera. So it's incredible how powerful whether you believe it or not, how a powerful story and myth is right. and how Absolutely. it does immortalize people mm-hmm. in this way. I mean, the story of Noah, people know him across the world still, and we don't even know if that and actually happened. How old is the story of Noah before this thousand-year gap? Before? I know, before the thousand-year gap. I know, well, it can't be much more than several thousand years old. So let's say three or four thousand years old, right? right? So I guess in three or four thousand years, Batman will be in the Bible. Oh. It's going to be awesome. had to go there. It's going to be great. (laughs) The gospel according to Batman. I would would follow that gospel. Irresponsible. Whoa. Wow. (laughs) I I was like, what? Batman's irresponsible? No. No, absolutely not. No, he's not. And then he brought it back to the fact that we ourselves are our own written code and compared it to DNA. And that's what you had a good segue about, you know, where did we come from? Mm -hmm. Where did that happen? Who wrote our code? Who wrote our code? Whose tweet are we? Yes, exactly. And the answer is... Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody does know. Be scared. Be very scared. So they were talking about our DNA. What? It's uh, four letters, right? Yes. And each like word in the DNA, like the sequencing, There's is three. three letters, right? Now, didn't they just come up 
They with, did. With another letter, yeah. didn't they, a, right? No, a few. A, a few new letters, yes. That they, they, they're synthetically manipulated, made. Yes, synthetically made, which I letters. thought was crazy. We can now manipulate DNA, mm-hmm. which is scary. It is. That scares me. Yeah, it's especially when it's synthetic. Cool. It's like, wow. We're going to have, like, they could make a whole living creature that is all letters that aren't in life right now. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. And That's the crazy thing, that whole synthetic Creating life. We're right. getting into some weird. We are, yeah, weird shiz. We've been getting into some but weird territory for a long while yeah. now. It's getting real weird now. But going it's kind of awesome. anyway. But going back to what we were saying there about you know being copied and recopied for mm-hmm. over what three billion years, mm-hmm. three billion times. I mean that's crazy. That and it is like that whole coat. I mean everything. Like he and he's right. It's like we're all masterpieces, but we've all been copied and recopied, and we're all individual and unique. And I think that's what's really the most fascinating it's a too. Three billion year old game of telephone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah, but the fact that we're all different. Yeah, you know, not a single one has the same exact code. Yeah, and that's what's really cool, I think, when it comes down to it. You know, through all of that. So, what do you guys think about uh, you know the whole mystery of not knowing where we come from? And then we get into the deeper stuff about all this. Did life evolve in a like a shallow pool? Yeah. Did it evolve uh, evolve down in the thermal vents next to volcanoes mm-hmm. under the ocean, cool. or did it come from space? Right, I like that one. I do too. I like the the third option. I also found it kind of like you know because we're talking off camera about you know you think about the stuff coming here, but you don't think about it leaving, leaving our planet right. and then like coming back. back. I'm like, ooh, it's like crazy. That's pretty good. Space like, sex, all so, this back and forth. <laughs> you know, it's like self. It's like pollinating yeah, pollinate. all these different places. I mean, I mean it's kind of interesting. They even called it the seeds of life. Yeah, um, the seeds of life. Um, what's really interesting, interesting about that? Yeah, absolutely. It's incredible to think about. But he had that moment where he mentioned the fact that um. Life can not necessarily be obliterated, but find its way back and pick up where it started, or mm-hmm. le- or pick up start where it left off. It right. doesn't necessarily, which I mean is only partially true. Partially true, right? I don't know, but it's that kind of went into the whole theme of immortality. Mm-hmm. Obviously, saying okay, yes, it's true that at one point we will probably be obliv- uh, completely obliterated from the face of the earth, mm-hmm. and our civilization, as we know it, will be a ruin. But we, the bacteria and the DNA and there's so many mm-hmm. different things that can live on these rocks that when a meteor comes crashing into our planet and sends millions of the seeds of life into the giant the, abyss. Yeah. The, the vacuum of space. space. And the other yeah. interesting thing about that concept is, okay, what if it doesn't come back to Earth, but what if it finds its way on another mm-hmm. planet that, that could... Uh, habitable planet. Yeah, yeah. That, as long as it's habitable mm-hmm. and uh, water yeah. is sustainable and stuff. It might have already done that. Exactly. There was alien speak in here. Yeah, a lot. And again, it. But again, it was kind of interesting to me because it was sort of showing about us on the planet and how a lot of our own physics and laws of phys- physics are kind of, that happen in space too, like sort of the pollination and they showed the dandelion and things that happen in a micro sense on our planet are happening in the universe at large. And I thought that was really fascinating to see that kind of play mm-hmm. itself out again. You know, how the rocks go back and forth and how we talked about, you know, shared between Mercury, Venus, and Earth and Mars and, you know, all this yeah. back and forth. And that's really, For really, all we know, really life cool. could have evolved on Venus. Right. And, and then and, and crashed it in, flew to Mars, and, and then, then came flew back, back to, to Earth. Earth. Like, who knows? <laughs> no, it's just really crazily mind-boggling. And, and just the fact of thinking about how, you know, just saying how little time that we actually know of our own of our own history, let mm-hmm. alone everything that's gone out further with other 
potential species and everything. And, you know, there was the whole thing about, and I remember reading about this in school, about the meteorite in, in Egypt in mm-hmm. 1911. That was a pretty big deal. And, you know, it took them 70 years later to find out that it actually had its own code on there mm-hmm. that came from somewhere else. And then it goes into the bacteria and how they survived and the, and the crazy bacteria that had lived for 8 million, that was 8 million years old that was frozen under Antarctica. Right. And then came back to life. And then came back alive. Oh my god. And they're still alive. And they're still alive. Yeah, that the close up. up. Yeah, that close up of him freaking out. But it is. That's yeah. crazy like stuff. 8 million years old. I mean, that's almost as old as, you know, Cher and <laughs> Barbara Ooh. Walters and almost, yeah. almost, but not quite. Ouch. And Joan get, Rivers, but you know, oh god, somebody get some aloe vera. Yeah, yeah. Then you, um, then they kind of went into the laundry list of all the different ways that we are probably going to perish or eventually <laughs> going to perish. And you had super volcano, a small asteroid. What else was there? Oh, death by virus. Yes, which you mentioned, and I was like, oh, they're going to do something spacey. Yeah, and and you're like, oh, no, it'll probably be some crazy thing. And then it was the bacteria. Bacteria. Oh, yeah. bacteria. Yeah. Well, that, that's true. something that could be a combination of all of those things. Right. Yeah. Um, there could be a rock heading its way right now with some crazy alien virus mm-hmm. that hits Earth, and then we're all toast because no one has any immune system to that. I, I don't know. I have a pretty badass immune system. <laughs> okay. I've been, living in college has made me really, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, can't we, I mean, we all live in L.A. Come on. We've <laughs> got to be defended okay, from yeah. a lot of it'll never make alien it viruses. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll never get through here. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, what was interesting about that laundry list was at one point it started to get very depressing. It and, did. Par- and I started to get a bit paranoid because they're just talking about, and then we could nod this way and then this way and then probably this way. <laughs> yeah. That won't happen, but then this, this could very could well happen. easily happen. Yeah, but um, what Prepare I really... Prepare yourselves now for the end. <laughs> kind of, no, but what I actually really love about the show and what I love about him is the fact that he's telling the truth about all these things, but at the end of the day, he doesn't f- make it about that. He doesn't focus right. it on it. He brings it back to a more positive place. Exactly. I was right. to say, he at least ends it in a positive place. Yeah, don't, in a lot of ways, I was like, yeah, I don't know if humans are going to be that evolved at that point sure. to do those things. Don't live in oh. fear. Some oh, right. may end. say he's a dreamer. Yeah. But he's not. But he's not the only one. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We got you. Yeah. Then after the laundry list of things that could kill us, he went into the laundry things of a laundry list of things that we could possibly achieve if we would get our shit together. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That was really cool. I mean, obviously, he touched slightly on the global warming. Oh, that was sad. (laughs) And uh, showed lots of emotional clips there of the earth just uh being polluted and i think what that was chernobyl or some radioactive yeah and then facility. hitler came up yeah. and- well he was talking about our intelligence as a species mm-hmm. and how we're that's that what separates us from everything else is that we're so smart and we can build this great society and that we can do all these things but at the same time it's almost a weakness because we don't use it to its fullest potential mm-hmm. and we fall victim to people uh, like preaching at us and we like, oh, yeah, what he said. Oh, my God. Join in on him. Okay. Yeah, he's smart. Mm-hmm. Instead of like thinking for ourselves and figuring everything out, we just go in with these leaders who tell us what to do. Well, yeah, yeah. What he talked about was intelligence being essentially the ability to adapt to challenges. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he almost – he didn't say that we were stupid, but he made the implication yeah. of, hey, guys, we're being stupid because then he went into the rant about – or not rant, but kind of – examination of the fact that if intelligence is measured by our adaptability, we sometimes have trouble opening our eyes and adapting to the challenges that face us. But obviously what he was trying to get at, I guess it was more of an inciting thing Mm -hmm. rather than a 
insulting thing. Sure. But yeah, there, then he went on to that very lavish and almost, I would argue, over the top expression of all the things that were possible, which they are, and it's wonderful, but except one of them, which was the, re, the, uh, Restoration of the polarized gaps, which we all know. Oh, oh no! Well, I think a couple of those things got a little uh, to me. It was like, oh, to kumbaya. I'm like, I just don't yeah, see exactly, that happening. That's well, the top. to be fair, that didn't come out until what this week, last week, the this past week. Yeah, the the study of like, we've the, reached the deep tipping yeah, point, the guys. Artist shops. It's not coming back, but um, it still had that kind of like awe. But it did. But you know, there were just a couple of those things there. I mean, kind of going back to. A little bit about what you're saying. It's like not using our our intelligence like the other creatures use their their most powerful strengths, sure. their ability. We don't always do that, and we have a hard time looking ahead. Mm-hmm. And they did mention that, and it's really true. And you see this mm-hmm. in other things about climate change and other things when you can't see it right in front of your eyes. It makes it hard to know that there was really an issue there. And thinking, but by the time we see it in front of our eyes, it's, it's too, too late. late. And, yeah. and thinking about future generations, like our kids and grandchildren, and so on and so forth, when we're thinking right in front of our face, profits, profits, which is a huge thing, huge. and and that's a big thing right now too. Even like up in the Arctic, they're talking about you know the ice caps melting, and now there's all this untapped oil and natural resources up there. And instead of people freaking out, thinking, "Oh my God, the ice caps have melted. This is not normal." They're, they're thinking, like, "Ooh." Ooh, more Money oil, signs. more stuff that we can explore, and all these countries want to go and explore it. And it's that same kind of concept. It's like we can't think ahead. All we're thinking about is in front of our face, yep. money, and what's happening for us right now, yep. not what's going to happen in our future for the next generations and stuff. And that's what the makes it really tough. Them. Oh, man, we've been having a hard time getting in on those. There's, yeah. a, money. Um, yeah. there's a very short and very disturbing play called The Conduct of Life. I don't mm-hmm. know if either of you have read it, but it has a small monologue, a very short monologue in it about that exact thing, which was... Uh, it was actually very depressing and very sad. But the point of the monologue is they ask him, do you think people are not necessarily evil, but, but are we – Selfish, yeah. like inherently selfish, selfish and, I, or, I do think. You know, yeah. Greedy. Are we mm-hmm. – like I can't remember, but it was something like are we damaged in our hearts or something. I can't mm-hmm. remember. But it was very melodramatic. And um, she basically goes on to say, yes, because we have an inability to look into the future and see the consequences yeah. and the things that we mm-hmm. necessarily need in the future. All we see are our immediate desires, mm-hmm. our immediate pleasures, etc. And that's like the whole point of right. the 15-page play. Yeah. Like it is 10-page play. But that's beside the point. The point of that is we do have a tendency to look for our me- at our immediate desires. Mm-hmm. and Immediate needs. and Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And more than I mean, I guess you can get into the pyramid of needs, but mm-hmm. um, our immediate desires and wa- needs and wants. Right. And kind of um, act in accordance to how we can attain that. Yeah, you're absolutely right because our immediate wants and needs are very different than someone in, a, in, in out in the middle of nowhere in Africa that doesn't, you know. So there there are differences in what you know you're saying. You want, but yeah, yeah, what you want just, versus like, what you need. They just but, want some food and some clothes, yeah, and, and have to go get water, water, then, you know, clean water. Yeah, and, and big difference to live in what life. we have to deal with it here. Right, right. <laughs> and we want too much. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But it is a very good point because, and I think he, he did do a good job explaining that. I didn't really agree with everything at the end because I felt like it was too, oh, everything's going to be perfect. We'll yeah. eradicate poverty. We'll all go together into outer space and be able to... T- well, are we going to be able to bring the puppies? He said... That's what I know. Are we gonna, are, is it going to be like Noah's Ark? We're going to go back to Noah's Ark? Are we going to be able to bring all the animals with us too or are they just going to be lost well, here? That's the we, sad thing. Um, he did say it was like this is what it could be if we got our act together. Mm-hmm. So it's not a, this is how it's Right, and he did say that. And he did say that. It was like, we can't predict what's going to happen with that. And that's true. When he's saying, if all of humanity and mankind figured it down. out and really rallied together quickly. really quickly, <laughs> right. we this is some of the things that we could accomplish. And you know what? Now, 
now it wouldn't be too crazy to actually make some kind of arc with all these because we can carry everything in genes. We can carry everything right. in tiny little codes. And that's what I'm wondering if the if, you know isn't there need... isn't there is a project underway, isn't there? If something happened to Earth, I remember reading that somewhere. That was something earlier in time where they were trying to take. I think it was seeds for seeds yeah, at least, plants. right? Yeah, and taking the seeds from all the different plants. And I wonder now if they would be doing something like that for animals because you know it's like they do stuff even for ridiculous things like movies and right, right. Are they doing the same type of things for animals? I'm like, that'd be sad. No yeah. dogs or oh, they wouldn't abandon pets. the animals because we're too selfish to abandon I know, the animals. Right? <laughs> First of all, all of our pets people are not, would throw. Right. A, I mean, you can get your pet. pets cloned right now. Yeah, seriously. But also, obviously, the ecosystem would be very different wherever we decided mm-hmm. to travel. But so crazy to think about all that stuff. I know, but animals are very uh, necessary for our. I think for the existence. whole, yeah, exactly, the existence of what we are, unless at this point, billions of years in the future, are we eating some kind of, you know, com- we talk about GMO and everything, are we eating completely fake foods, are we like, you know, that we've made? Well, that's next, we, you can grow meat now. Yeah, so that's, that's what I'm thing. wondering. Like, I do not want that. I know, that's exactly. what I'm saying, like, if you're doing all, I know, me. I remember hearing about that, I was like, ugh. But, it, or, or, but, you know, that's the thing, too, we talk about those type of things, was that what we're going to have in the future? All we're going to have is, like, things well, that we've created. They're making, like, for astronauts, like, uh, algae that grows in mm-hmm. space, and you just eat algae all the time. It's going to be like the Matrix. Everybody's yes, just eating, like, this disgusting. mush with all your essential Can amino just, acids. Like, Let me tell you food. something about algae. I took that freaking E3 Life or whatever. I had uh. that moss stuff for a while because my mother insisted it was really good for me. To everyone who has E3 Life and enjoys it, I am totally – I'm not saying that you're crazy. I just couldn't down it. I was basically eating algae and I just could not stand it for more than three days. So if we're uh, – Her body is not evolved. <laughs> I am not evolved enough for that. So if we end up going into space and all we have to do is eat algae, I don't know if I'd be, I'd be the one making it. I might be stuck on Earth Oof. with Super all the animals. Yeah, with all the, the leftovers. <laughs> Should we get to the uh, science discovery portion or are there more to discuss? Well, I I wanted to talk about just going back into because we were talking about all the alien life forms and everything. And I thought what was fascinating is the whole thing with, you know, the radio waves and the the information that we're sending off in like Project Diana that originally was the first interstellar. They pinged the moon. Pinged the moon, which I thought was really crazy. And then the whole, what was the echo that made the belt hole sound? I mean, that was just... Yeah, and you do think about that. It's like, especially now, like the amount of information that we have on, on radio waves and TV that's just been broadcasted out. Mm-hmm. And you even think about that. Like sometimes when you're driving out in the middle of nowhere on a on a cold night, and you get you know the reception of other radio stations out there, yeah. and you get the, and it goes for. You think about that. It's just like that's all just bouncing out mm-hmm. of the space. And you think now, what, what did you say? Like six trillion miles worth of, of radio waves have gone out every year now. For the last since 70, 70 years, years yeah. since the beginning of when we started doing radio. And you're thinking about it. And you, you did bring a good point kind of off track. Like, what if there are life forms now that are picking up on things like I Love Lucy right. or things like, <laughs> you know, from the 20s and 30s right. that are now just reaching Do these places. Do we get residuals for that? I, know, right? <laughs> I mean, isn't that fascinating when you think about it? Because now they've traveled so far out to this other wherever this communication of these life forms may live that can pick up on it or just now getting our first stuff right. from like the 20s and now have a thought in their head of like what we are on they, this planet right I don't know if you guys have watched Futurama but they made that yes. joke yes Futurama yeah. with uh, the aliens yeah um, uh, what is it uh, Persecron 8 or something mm-hmm. Omnipersecron 8 or something like that where they were watching uh, what was it the something female lawyer oh yeah I know I'm trying to remember I know this was a while ago and I'm trying to remember it yeah and it was so far in the future but Fry had messed it up yeah but no it's true it's like that same thing and then 
you know, and then he brought up the good point. Like, what if they use a whole different communication method and we have no right. idea and we've never been able to pick up on it? And if they do use radio waves, it's true. Like, we haven't had the chance to even pick up on it yet. And that's another thing I remember reading about, too, because say they were sending out radio waves. Right. Or they were just doing or, their own stuff, or, like broadcasting on their own or planet. Or their own whatever. Communication strategies. What if their rays and blasts and messages came through when we were like cavemen? There's right. no way we would have ever known. Exactly. And now it's lost forever. And that's right. It. They were they probably mm-hmm. pinged us like back when we were cavemen. And they were like, eh, nothing. nothing. All yeah. right, keep going. Yeah. And then just moved and they on. they kept going on because they didn't hear anything. I mean, that's the thing that so can like make you go crazy just yeah. thinking about the whole back and forth. Like, what's going on? Is there life? epic game of phone tag. Yeah. <laughs> we're just missing each other. Yeah. Because of the, the distance. Right. And the type of technology and where you could be. And I mean, it's just crazy. Even with our technology, we can only listen to, like, one, like, little portion of space at a time. And then it's like... Yeah. So what if we're listening here and the message is going by like this? Yeah. Oh, man, we just missed it. I know. It. Like, because he even said, like, the, the whole thing even with the Project Diana and the parts that didn't reach the moon are still traveling. Right. There. I mean, it's but that kind of crazy stuff. I did read somewhere that radio waves and these um, signals, broadcast signals, going out in the space do break down after a... Uh, certain point mm-hmm. and that they may be 70 light years out there but i think there's a point where they break down to where say they are 70 light yeah. years away it would just be like a static, a static signal wouldn't it wouldn't be anything. the full thing so even if they right. heard that they'd be like mm, eh, it could just be cosmic background noise and then dismiss it Some yeah because that's what i was thinking too like what if it's the same thing like we were getting just static and we never knew that it was actually because we have picked up somewhere. we have picked up cosmic background noise yeah and we have right. just thought like oh that's just like a sound of you know some radio wave yeah i think they've said conspiracy that, theory <laughs> they've said that like some things out in space give off radio waves Right. Yeah. Like certain anomalies or whatever. Yeah, and so they just go, eh, well, cosmic well, Every time background. you turn on your radio, zzz, yeah. you know. Right, that could noise. be something. You never know. I mean, that's the it. thing that's so, I guess, crazy. And I love to hear people's feedback mm-hmm. out there because that is that could go on for days. And then even tripping your mind even more is like, what if we're just a creation of some alien life form that created this universe? Like, like an a, ant farm? Yes, like or just like for their own fun and they know and they're here and they know, you know, they exist and, and that's sort of where the whole God thing came from at the very beginning. Like in the movie uh, Prometheus. Creation, yeah. Like mm-hmm. just, well, what if that's a whole thing too? Mm-hmm. That, could that be a possibility? Yeah. Anything Maybe possible. if God is an alien Whoa. that's created <laughs> this out of for their own pleasure and fun. It's like in Men in Black. Well, I mean, with the marbles. oh yeah, with the marbles, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, they've joked about that even with God is just being like this kind of oh, he just made the planet for fun and is just watching everybody do their crazy stuff. I mean, that's the thing that even brings you to a whole other level. Mm-hmm. Let alone if you know there's just other life forms out there they're trying to get in touch with us. And I guess that's what the Voyager One spaceships for, right? Good luck out there, out there in the outer regions. Just left our solar system, got that good '70s music and everything going on. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> no there's, there's aliens will find. It's going to be groovy. Oh, it's going to be very groovy. Speaking of groovy, oh, speaking of groovy, and uh, never leaving the universe without it. Oh, <gasps> nice transition. <laughs> I know I've got my American Express wherever I go, Ooh. outer space or not. What about you guys? Right? Absolutely. My name is Yvonne Sarabia, and I am a home health aide. My credit score was very high. It was like 700-something. Then I had like a hiccup in my finances. Everything just, whoo, crashed. But I don't crawl under a rock and cry. It takes baby steps to get back. So that's what I am doing. With American Express Serve, you have a full-service prepaid account that helps you handle your money simply and affordably. There's no credit check. You can pay your bills online, 
and reload cash for free at over 15,000 locations, all for $1 a month and all backed by the 24-7 service of American Express. This is what membership is. This is what membership does. Get started with an American Express Serve card at CVS Pharmacy or Family Dollar today. Terms and restrictions apply. Go to serve.com for more details. Oh, man. Uh, always brings me to tears. Every never time leave the universe without That's right. Never leave the universe without I just wonder, what about the aliens? That would be a good campaign. It would be, but what about them? I mean, they probably just laugh at us with low credit scores. Like, they Psh. look at our economy and laugh. Okay, <laughs> we don't need that. I look at my economy. And We're laugh. so far beyond credit cards. <laughs> they transfer money with their mind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think they're mind. kind of above. I probably assume they're above currency yeah, at this I think point. So. But. Uh, that's a whole other topic that could, yep, we yes, could just yep. go on forever. But uh, yeah, should we move on now to science and gossip news from this week? And, I like that. Yeah. After Buzz TV News. <laughs> Dylan, do you have anything for us this week? Um, what? Well, you guys have notes, so you guys cover your stuff first. I brought my clippings, but I didn't know if you, you'd heard about you know the uh, the sun uh, the spot on Jupiter. I did. Shrinking. Shrinking. Oh, that's I wonder what that's all about. Yeah, they they had. Mm. I read one theory that it's feeding into some um, eddies, some eddies mm-hmm. on Jupiter, and that is helping speed up it slowing down. Maybe can you pass that? Can you? No, I mean decipher that. Well, the, I, that, because it's basically a big storm. Sure. So at some point, you would think it would wind down, but you know it's been kind of going on on its own, and like you said, the eddies could slow it down and everything. But why now? What what is causing it after all this time? Well, maybe it's just. I mean, it's it, now's its time, right? It's just I, fascinating. To everything me. comes to an end, right? Yes, right, exactly. But that was a cool story. I yeah. thought. Yeah, um, I like that. Another one, because I'm the big weather geek, is they talked about that the uh, solar winds hitting the Earth oh, can yeah. actually affect lightning storms across the planet. That's awesome. Which is... Uh, it makes sense. It does make sense, but it is interesting, though, the thing, because we're all so much... Again, a lot of it is controlled by space, too. Mm-hmm. We don't even think about the weather being controlled by space, but it's true. And now, just being able to think that but the solar winds could actually enhance lightning, that was pretty cool. So, gotta love that stuff. Enhanced lightning. Yes, enhanced that lightning. That sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the only thing else? I had to contribute was talking about Jupiter and the eye of it shrinking. But uh, yeah, no, that's really it, so. cool. No, no, uh, no. I know I didn't mean to, to steal that away from you. It's okay, um, I stole your opening line. <laughs> it's it for chat. But the other cool thing too is that uh, there's new proof of well, not cool really. It's kind of depressing, but oh. uh, the new proof of the asteroid's uh, devastation, the cheek cheek shoe lube. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's spelled really cool though. But the asteroid that you know set in, uh, slammed into Earth. You know, setting off a chain of events that wiped out the dinosaurs and countless other species. We've talked about it on uh, this show back what was it, episode three, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. episode two. Um, they've tried. Scientists have tried to reconstruct the events immediately following the devastating impact, determine exactly why so much life was lost and why the impact was so tremendous that it killed nearly seventy percent of all life on this Earth. And they've talked about the location of it. Um, and they talked about uh, some other cool things they've been able to find that where the asteroid struck, the planet was plunged into an impact winter, which we yeah. also talked about on today's episode we if we had a super volcano. Um, and what was the volcano they talked about? The one that hit on Indonesia, right? Oh, that, um, t- Toba? Is yeah. That, Toba? Th- that basically had five years of 
volcanic winter brought like freezing temperatures all the way down the tropics. Winter it, is it, coming. The smoke. Yes. Yeah, there, you go. there we the, go. The smoke hazed out. The, yeah, uh, which is pretty crazy. And this is basically sun. the same thing that this asteroid had the impact of winter. That the dust from the collision and soot from the wildfires rose in the atmosphere, blocking sunlight for years and years and years, which obviously affected, you know, photosynthesis and everything else. So it's a pretty interesting finding here about learning more about this uh, asteroid and cheek shoe lube so everyone should look that up if you have yeah. want to learn more about the asteroid cheek shoe lube and so, its devastation so killing off the dinosaurs speaking of dinosaurs <laughs> did you guys see the big uh oh big right find? of course in yes. argentina yes in argentina, in argentina. yes in patagonia the yes. huge dinosaur like which, 103 feet yes oh right in time God. for godzilla yeah. to right. perfect time yeah and also that the Gojira. the the long-necked dinosaurs lived Longer too, past the past. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking they, of oh, the yes. asteroid as well, they lived beyond they longer survived than other it. dinosaurs did after this whole devastation. So they might there. have been into the next period. Yes, which so they didn't think they. Uh, no, they made they it. made it past the Jurassic period. So that again, all interconnected here between that find and the asteroid and the long neck dinosaurs and oh, so much stuff. Science is awesome, guys. Really I is. love it. I mean, it's something new every week. So there you go. Oh man, next week. Next week. Next week. Well, two uh, weeks from now. Two weeks from now. Next week we're next week we're all going to be sitting by you know the beach uh, drinking margaritas. It's Memorial Day weekend. That's how we celebrate. You know, mm-hmm. start of summer here. Uh, but we got to come back in for Cosmos because I'll tell you what. Next week, I'm coming back furious. I'm coming back enraged. You'll be here by yourself. <laughs> what? We're not doing this? <laughs> no, there's no Cosmos next week. I thought it was saying. next week. Two weeks from now, June 1st. Oh, That's what God, I'm saying. We're, we're off for Memorial Day well, I'm not off. i got to work, so I thought everybody else had to work, too. <laughs> Jeez. I'll probably have to work, too, actually. <laughs> work? <laughs> Crazy. Bunch of lazy I'm like bums. an alien. I've moved beyond work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even use currency anymore. <laughs> that must be nice. <laughs> it is, actually. Teach me your ways. <laughs> okay, well, anyways. Then Two next week I'll now. get a break and I'll prepare you're, to be you'll even build the more rage. angry. <laughs> yes, you'll build for two weeks worth of rage. <laughs> because our next episode is about – it's like really hitting into climate change. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, Super yeah. hardcore climate change. Oof, talk about the controversial stuff in two weeks from now. Yeah. Better prepare for that. Uh, I know you're going to bring the facts. Oh, yeah. And I'm super stoked by that because that's, that's my love yeah. right there. You're going to bring the thunder, the right? Oh, yeah. And the lightning. Oh, yeah. And the lightning and the solar winds. Enhanced lightning. <laughs> Enhanced lightning from the solar winds, people. And I'm so just going to be angry. And it'll be the first day of hurricane season, too, so I'll be extra excited. In the Atlantic, <laughs> of course. It already started in the East Pack on May 15th. What a weirdo. <laughs> You're wearing a Batman shirt. I have, I have a Batman onesie. Autumn's like, I'm the only normal one here. Oh, oh, no, so not true. I have a Batman onesie. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, Marissa is the one that's saying I'm Marissa, normal she's the normal one That's why she's not talking, because she knows it's better not to speak. Uh, are you excited about hurricane season? Well, I don't know much about hurricane seasons, but I do know a lot about tornado seasons. Yeah. So it's going on right now. I mean, I c- it's the same thing on land. That's in a right. Way. Yeah. But hey, it could be tamped down this year because of El Nino. Ooh. Oh, right. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. I can tell a story about hurricane season back when I lived. Uh, you went through Hurricane Rita. I sure did. I That's had right. to evacuate for a couple weeks. I'll tell that story I next went through time. a you hurricane. S- I just you- can't remember which one. <laughs> you tell that story in two weeks when we talk about climate change. That's right. I will. Because it was huge and it happened right after another huge one. That was the start. That's right. Katrina. All, All right. right. So where can they find you guys until then for two weeks from now? 
All right. going to miss you. All right. You can find me on Twitter at Autumn Chickless, or you can find me on Afterbones Game of Thrones. Ooh. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance. And I think that might be it, because all my shows are <laughs> wrapping up for the summer, guys. I'm almost off. I know. Same here. I'll be back, though, because I've got a summer full of shows like Ooh. Defiance coming back uh-huh. and Orange is the New Black and True Blood for its final season. So I'll be there after this show winds down in two weeks. But in the meantime, you can find me on the old Twitter at sman80. That's S-M-A-N-8-0. Marissa, where can they find you at? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. Yay! All right. Well, thank you guys so much. This JC, has been an exciting episode. I know. We <laughs> miss you, JC. Good luck in finding alien communications. Please. Until next time, two weeks. Have a good one. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 